What is Texans rookie running back Damian Pierce really worth in Dynasty? We'll talk about that today on Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com backslash locked on NFL. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going well. We had a good show yesterday. Dig into a little Damian Pierce talk today. I think he's a really interesting guy. Uh, buzzing here through the season. Absolutely. Yeah, we ended yesterday's show with some discussion about three rookie wide receivers who have been gaining value, moving up the ADP and, and dynasty rankings. And I, I thought we've got to move over to this running back because Damian Pierce is doing the same thing. I've there's been a lot of talk about Brees Hall. You know, maybe he's even the dynasty RB1. I think he is at this point ahead of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, after his uh, big week six game and, and now uh, basically owning that Seattle backfield, he's being v- viewed and valued as a dynasty RB1, rightfully so in my opinion. But Damian Pierce is still going a little bit under the radar. There was all that hype in the preseason about him. Uh, he, you know, he had had that one big game in the preseason, and it, it all seemed to kind of take off. But then he had a slow start to his season. So I wanted to do today's Dynasty Value Study, this week's Dynasty Value Study, on Damian Pierce to really see uh, what the community is, how the community is valuing Pierce, especially compared to some other running backs. It is Wednesday. We always talk uh, player dynasty value on Wednesdays, and we are doing a dynasty value study on Damian Pierce today. Matt, just uh, on film, in the games, on the field, what have you seen from Pierce so far through six weeks of his career? I love him. I mean, he was my you know fantasy aside, my running back three behind only Walker and Hall in this last class, and, and a big reason why as like David Montgomery and Javante Williams showed us, is tackle breakers translate quickly to the pros. And he is a superb, low-built, powerful tackle breaker with some explosive traits. I have no idea why the the folks at University of Florida didn't use him more. Whatever, I don't care. I mean, I actually, I looked at that as an advantage and still do. A little less wear and tear on his tires. And now, I mean, he's coming off a bye. So be it. But he's had, you know, a handful of targets the last two weeks. I didn't know if the receiving game would be part of his profile. It looks like it certainly is. Big picture, I mean, Houston's offense has nowhere to go but up. I mean, I got to think it's going to be better next year, the year after, than it is now. And I can't see them really bringing in any real competition for him. Well, it could be argued he's improved each week. Week one, 11 carries for 33 yards, one catch. He's the RB54. He barely gets used uh, with Rex Burkhead really holding down that backfield. And we're all left kind of shaking our head and, and wondering what's going on. How can they use Rex Burkhead? And uh, I mean, there, 
There's still really no explanation for that. Maybe it's no. just de- deferring to the veteran. Uh, but we saw that uh, we saw that change pretty quickly. Uh, week two, 15 carries, 69 yards, one catch for eight yards. He's the RB 29. So big improvement, although still not necessarily fantasy relevant. And then week three, it all began to change for Damian Pierce. 20 carries, 80 yards, touchdown, couple catches for 21 yards. He's the RB9 on the week. Week four, just 14 carries, but 131 yards and a score. And this this is something. Six targets, six catches, only eight yards on those those catches. But, you know, in PPR leagues, he's racking up the points there. And it showed because he was a top five running back for the week. Week six, 26 carries, his biggest workload of his career, 99 yards and a score, five targets, three catches, just 14 yards. So so you're right, not necessarily a, a huge asset in the passing game, but starting to be more and more mm-hmm. trusted. And, and, I mean, we are seeing Rex Burkhead, as, as kind of expected, getting phased out uh, of that offense, certainly out of the running game. Uh, portion so I mean this is Damian Pierce's backfield and Matt as I said Walker's gaining value Brees Hall is near the top of the running back list do you think Damian Pierce should be a dynasty RB1 a top 12 guy at this point yeah I do and again a lot of it's you know trying to project the future but with I mean the Houston has so many needs I can't see running back being another one you know Rex Burkhead will probably get replaced by somebody similar, you know, or maybe David Montgomery ends up there. Maybe that's like worst case scenario for Pierce, yeah. but he can overcome those things and add another lineman, you know, maybe a better quarterback. And I think he's a very good football player. All those stats that I shared, uh, all together make him the RB 10 on the season entering week seven. Of course he was on by, as Matt mentioned, uh, in week six, we'll see the Texans back this coming week. And and Damian Pierce has to be in your fantasy lineup. No, uh, no discussion really there. Uh, we'll continue the Damian Pierce conversation. We'll talk some, uh, some ADP and some rankings, some trades, and we'll finish off the show with his, with our dynasty Twitter rankings and polls, seeing where the community is valuing Damian Pierce. Guys, I've told you often about LinkedIn jobs. Um, I haven't had to use it personally, but I have a lot of buddies that have, and it's just because I have a strange job, but it, it's an unbelievable resource for hiring and getting exactly what you're looking for in candidates. And there's just so many eyeballs on it, millions and millions that it's just a phenomenal resource, um, whether you're trying to get a job or hire some people. So you know, it's a simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates that have just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Um, it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading leading competitors. Um, you know, you need the right people on your team to finish this year strong. So go to LinkedIn and get that done. I mean, that's an easy thing to do. Uh, it helps find the right people for your team faster and free. And you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. So that's exactly why you go here. And, and this is what you do. I mean, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find a qual- the qualified candidates you, you want to talk to faster. 
Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Thanks again for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Make sure you check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Locked On's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday night football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts, Bet Online. Follow NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's continue talking Damian Pierce. Looking at our startup ADP, and again, this was collected at the beginning of October, so uh, I, I would say certainly before he had the uh, the, the strongest of his uh, performances on his young career. Uh, he was the RB21 in that ADP, 70 overall. Some players being valued around him, Keenan Allen, Darren Waller, Antonio Gibson, and, and Joe Burrow. And it sounds like we both agree that he's gained value even since then. Yeah, and those names around him really haven't. I mean, we haven't seen Keenan Allen. Gibson's fallen off a cliff. I mean, right. Pierce versus Gibson isn't even close to me. I'd probably take him over Waller. And Burrow's fine, but he's a quarterback. I mean, we're not talking about Superflex here. How high do you think we could move... Damian Pierce in running in that running back ADP. If, if we were to snap our fingers and, and have it updated right now, I mean, Clyde Edwards, Alaire was ahead of him. Nope. James Robinson was ahead of him. Leonard Fournette. None of that. AJ Dillon, Aaron no. Jones, hmm. JK Dobbins. I'd rather Pierce. Jones is the only one you mentioned that I'd even consider. Okay. So we're, we're getting him up into the RB 14, 15 range. What about that group of veterans? Because from RB, uh, let's see, from running back 8 to 13, we've got Chubb, Eckler, Cook, Henry, and Mixon. If I if I said that's a package deal and you're either putting Pierce ahead of all of them or none of them, which way are you going? Yeah, that's how I was going to phrase it too. It's like if, you, if you're if you going to put him over Henry, then you might as well put him over all. If you put him over Eckler, you might as well put him over all. I guess right behind them. Okay. I think I like him more than Mixon, though. Okay, so you're talking about essentially a top 15 running back with with some room to grow. That's uh, that's kind of where I would have him as well, so I agree with you. Looking at those DLF rankings, they're actually pretty, pretty in line with that ADP. So he's RB23, actually just a little bit lower there, 71 overall, being ranked around Mike Williams, Brandon Ayuk, TJ Hawkinson, Leonard Fournette, and I agree with you. I, I, I've got him higher than that all those tier. guys, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that whole group. Let's talk about some recent trades involving Damian Pierce. Um, this was a fun exercise yesterday when we were talking about those wide receivers, and it, it helps to give a little bit of a picture of, uh, of how people in, in, in these dynasty leagues are valuing the running back um, that, we, that we've seen break out over the past month or so. This was the same move. I think it was Chris Olave we saw this done with. But here it is. Damian Pierce for a future first, a second, and a third. So somebody threw their basically their entire draft class at Damian Pierce. I said I wouldn't do it for Chris Olave, who I really like. I'm not going to do it for Damian Pierce either. 
but I I get the move in general. I understand it too. I I just think that from what I know about next year's class, there's a legit chance that in the first round, even if it's late, there might be a back I prefer for Pierce straight up. So I'll get I'll take the picks. Damian Pierce for Javante Williams and a third rounder. Wow. I mean, unless you're in, absolutely in it to win it, I still have Javante over Pierce. I'd be going the other way here. Really? I'm a little worried about Javante Williams. We've seen J.K. Dobbins struggle to come back from this injury. Uh, from my understanding, it's a it's a similar injury that Williams suffered with uh, hmm. more than just the yeah. uh, the the simple a- uh, ACL injury. So you I'm, I'm a little Williams. worried. Yeah, I'm going Pierce here over Javante. I'm certainly going Damian Pierce on this next one. Damian Pierce for Ezekiel Elliott, even up. What if I threw in a first with Elliott? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's you, the you would have to. Right. Because, right. I, yeah, I, I don't get this one. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't get it. No, we'll, that's we'll not move close. on. Damian Pierce for Najee Harris. What about that one, Matt? Pierce. Oh boy! Harris, oh boy! Harris looked a little better this past week. I'll give him credit. He got the uh, the metal thing out of his shoe or whatever. But ah, uh, that's I close. tweeted. That's close. I I shared on Twitter earlier. Uh, I guess it was on Monday, Matt. Just some some updated running back values and and just kind of an explanation that. Things change quick. Even in Dynasty, we think about it long term, but values are still changing quickly. I talked about Brees Hall as the new running back one, in my opinion. Uh, Kenneth Walker as a, as a top 10 running back, in my opinion. And I said Najee Harris might not even be a top 20 Dynasty running back. Is is that – it sounds like maybe you agree with that. I think there's a I'm, – I'm really split on this one in that – I think this might be the best time to buy the guy because whether I like yeah. him or you like him, Tomlin and the Steelers love him, and they, his personality is phenomenal. And you know he's going to be a fixture. And I do think the offense is only getting better, and I think he's only getting healthier. This might be rock bottom for him, but boy, it's low. I mean, his value is really low. It, it is really low, but I mean, you look at um, you know. You, Nick Chubb, uh, he's 26. Joe Mixon is 26. And we talk about not panic selling those guys, but, you know, they're getting, they're certainly getting near the, the age where th- their value is maxing out. Right. I mean, Najee Harris is like 18 months from that. Right. <laughs> I, know, I mean, he's, right. he's already, he's almost 25 years old already in his second season. And, I don't know. There's, I don't. I just don't know if there's enough meat on the bone there when you look at his career as a whole. I'm, I'm with you though, and 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 obviously trust you on that. That the Steelers love him. Mm-hmm. You would think the offensive line and the offense in general is going to improve, but there's there's some reasons to worry about Najee Harris. Oh yeah, I mean he doesn't look good, and he's never going to hit long ones. I probably would take Pierce. Couple other trades involving Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce and a second rounder for Christian McCaffrey. So you toss in a second and you get to go up to McCaffrey. I think I'm probably doing that if I'm contending. Uh, and then yes. the last one, last one, Damian Pierce for Antonio Gibson and a 2023 first rounder. We already said we wouldn't do the one, two, three. So Gibson's not really a factor here, but I'm taking the pick and, and I'll take the throw in in Antonio Gibson. Yeah. I mean, 
Pierce for a first is fair. You know, like I can see. Yeah. Sides, oh, yeah. You know, and Gibson doesn't change my tune at all. But yeah, I think I want the first. I like the flexibility of the first. So there is updated ADP rankings and some recent trades involving Damian Pierce. When we come back, we'll finish up the conversation with those Twitter polls and our rookie. I'm sorry, our running back rankings involving Damian Pierce. I crushed it this weekend on BetOnline.net. I took my Steelers to win the money line. No, I really didn't. (laughs) I wish I would (laughs) have. That would have paid off nicely. But I do do all my betting on BetOnline.net. They've been good friends of the Locked On Network here for a long time. Uh, They're the number one source for football betting info this season. They have all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis for on every game you can find. As always, Bet, on, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information, with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Uh, it's the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events. Major League Baseball playoffs, MMA, boxing, golf. I mean, I'm all over for football, of course. Uh, bet to, head to betonline.net or use the mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's talk about these Twitter polls. As always, I pit pitted Damian Pierce against many other running backs in a head-to-head Twitter poll, and then we collect the results, we combine the results, and we create a set of rankings from that. Here we go. Topping those rankings, I'm not surprised. You shouldn't be surprised. Kenneth Walker, sure. 79%. We talked about Pierce gaining value. Kenneth Walker's... Uh, gaining value even faster, I would say, and so is Brees Hall. Kenneth Walker wins all of these polls, 79%. He's got the highest uh, percentage of votes against Pierce. Again, no surprise. Austin Eckler, 62%. So Austin Eckler was a pretty pretty easily favorite ahead of Pierce. We were torn on that, though. I mean, he was part of that tier with Cook and Kamara and those guys. Right. And, and we'll, some of those other names will come up. So I was, I was a little bit surprised to see not necessarily 62% of the votes going Eckler's way, but just the, the difference between, uh, Eckler's percentage and, and some of those other veterans. But we'll get to those. He was coming uh, another up a huge game, too, against a terrible Browns defense, which probably helps his cause. That, that is true. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's had a couple of nice games in a mm-hmm. row, oh, yeah. uh, here. As we uh, as we head to week seven, Javante Williams, another player we already talked about, 58 percent. I'm surprised, honestly, I already said I would rather have Pierce. Um, I I would sell I would sell Williams for Pierce. I would sell Williams for any any first rounder I could get. I'm just surprised he's still carrying this type of value following that uh, that season ending injury. The only other running back to. Uh, be favored over Damian Pierce was Travis Etienne. He gets 57% of the vote. So that was Kenneth Walker, Austin Eckler, Javante Williams, and Travis Etienne. Those are the guys who were chosen uh, ahead of or over Damian Pierce. Any argument with any of those, Matt? 
Uh, you convinced me of Pierce over Williams. As soon as you said J.K. Dobbins, I went, ooh, yeah. that could. I, I had similar feelings about Dobbins pre-injury. I like ATN more than Pierce, though. So Walker's an easy one, and Eckler, I understand. Williams is a no. ATN's a yes. Okay, I'm I'm with you on all of that, really. Okay. Let, let's look at the group, and it's a pretty large group that Pierce won the poll against. So he was chosen essentially uh, ahead of each of these guys. You might be surprised at who tops this section of the list. It's Ramondre Stevenson. He gets 46% of the vote, so relatively close. Pierce uh, with 54, Stevenson with 46. Are you, are you liking uh, Ramondre? Matt? Um, I love the player. I still think that he will live in a committee because he's a Patriot. So I will take yeah. Pierce over Stevenson. Okay. Joe Mixon, uh, 46%. You already suggested you you want Pierce over Mixon. So right. you're kind of in line with the community there. He's one of those veterans. Again, that was 62% of the vote for Eckler. And Mixon gets 46%. Najee Harris, 39%. We've already had that discussion. Alvin Kamara, another veteran, 37%. Uh, Pierce wins pretty easily the vote over Kamara. Derrick Henry, 28%. Aaron Jones, 27 J.K. Dobbins, a player we've mentioned here, trying to come back from that ACL injury. He gets 26% of the vote. And the last place guy... I guess it's no surprise. He's been struggling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and his entire team has been struggling. A.J. Dillon, 21% of the vote. So you look at those names. Pierce was chosen over these players. Stevenson, Mixon, Najee Harris, Kamara, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, J.K. Dobbins, and A.J. Dillon. Argue with any of those, Matt? No. I mean, we talked this up, this up quite a bit. I'm a little shocked Pierce versus Najee isn't closer to 50-50. Yeah. I think Kamara deserves a little more respect. Like, I would have him over uh, yeah. Mixon. You know what I mean? That's pretty low for Kamara. He's still a heck of a player. Yeah, I was surprised Kamara. Again, that was 37% yeah. of the vote for Kamara uh, with Harris and Mixon and, and Ramondre being chosen or earning more, uh, a, a higher percent of the vote than Kamara. Uh, that one surprised me as well. Like, I might take Stevenson and go flip him for Kamara in a pick if I could. You know, just by the sound of that. Right, yeah. If that contender, yeah, exactly. If that uh, really plays out that way, then then maybe you could you could uh, do that type of deal. I mean, Stevenson is definitely a player who's uh, becoming one of those trendy guys and, sure. and gaining some value as well. So his value on the way up. So that's it. That is kind of where Damian Pierce's value stands. Didn't get we your think opinion he's... on Stevenson versus Pierce. Are you with me that you prefer Pierce still? Yeah, I'm exactly with you. I I like the player, but I mean, Damian Harris, it sounds like that was initially going to be a a three to four week injury. Now he's questionable to play Mm -hmm. next week or this coming week. They'll draft two more next year and screw it all up, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's the Patriot way. Right. And, and it's, it's worked. So we can't really argue with it, but it's not going to be very, not going to be very fantasy friendly. That will do it for today's show. Thanks for listening. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. And you can follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.